Is it just me or is it like Gemini season is almost over? It's the 17th of July. Thomas Miller, hi. Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Let's set up the sky, talk about a couple of pivot points. In other words, daily aspects. I'm loving this. I am loving this pivot theme. And we'll talk about that, then answer a couple of listener questions and send you off into the weekend. So if you have Gemini business to conclude, including celebrating a birthday, (laughs) you have it until through Monday because about 5.30 in the morning on Tuesday, we are Cancerian season. And if you don't think that's a pivot, that's like probably the monthly epitome, that and the moon, right? We've got all these little nuances in the chart. All right, no new aspects today. The moon changes signs tomorrow. The void, of course, in Capricorn 2.50 p.m. tomorrow, and then the moon enters Pisces at 7 p.m. These are Eastern Asheville, North Carolina times. So there's certainly a pivot of energy, right, from serious and dour and structural and getting things done to (laughs) la-la Sunday, Sunday la-la land, because you get to float around like a butterfly and be Piscean, be in the dream world, be in the imagineering world, be in the ethereal world. But make sure that you are grounded and that you are telling the truth and that you are not believing deceptions, either created by yourself or from others. If you find yourself in that position, think pivot, go the other way. Don't go the other way, run the other way. (laughs) The energy is with you. Use it. All right. And then Sunday, early, 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 like midnight-ish. So that's Eastern time zone, folks. Everybody else gets this at the end of the day, Saturday. 12.06 a.m. Eastern Time, Venus sextiles Neptune. That same Neptune that is ruling the moon on Sunday. I don't know, but y'all, that just seems to have a really kind of potentially hypersensual tone to it. Those of you in intimate relationships, well, I'm not going to go there. Hey, Thomas, I had a question. Why is it that some people like myself can totally feel full moons and their effects and some people look at you like you're crazy and like they have no idea what you're talking about those people still feel it they just don't acknowledge it or i don't know there's my question thanks that's Lacey. she's the one who on wednesday did the super howl <laughs> it was just so fun and great Lacey, this is an excellent question it's been on my mind so i'm really glad that you brought it up because it's this whole thing of What do we feel and what are we sensitive to? I'll give you the cookbook astrology answer is that you have some kind of aspect to probably your natal moon that activates these full moons. Or maybe you were born on a full moon. But there's some kind of correlation to these things triggering on a regular monthly basis. Some aspect in your natal chart. Now, that's the cookbook astrology answer. Then you have to apply that to your life. You have to look and see, is that really true in my life? Does it show up? Is it patternable? We don't want things that just show up every now and then, randomness. We want things that we can at least have some predictability. I've had people ask specifically to always tell the void of course times because they're so sensitive to it. I haven't patterned that in my own life. So see, here's one person who is hypersensitive to it. Here's another who may not be. 
Now, I think there's another very important component to this, and that is where are you spiritually? Where are you on your journey? Because a lot of people, and I still am understanding this every day, I get new insight into this, is that some people are just comatose asleep. I mean, they are living in this reality, but this reality alone. So they don't feel it because they're just not in tune to it, and they don't care to be. Numb it up fun it up, spend it up, sex it up, whatever it is to live almost hedonistically without any spiritual attunement whatsoever. That's not you because you've found this. So at least you have some spiritual awareness. The other is that that frequency just doesn't vibrate for them. So somebody could have spiritual attunement. They might even be hyper-spiritual, very spiritual, but they don't feel full moons or they don't feel voids of course or they don't feel eclipses or whatever it is. And that's not because of their path. It's just because that's not part of their spiritual journey. I think of my audiobook author, brilliant mentor. I owe my life and this work. I wouldn't be able to be talking to you if it weren't for Fred Dodson. I know he doesn't follow this. He was not out howling at the moon. And yet he is my spiritual teacher. What he tunes into is his own intuition. So I think that's the basic combination. It's between what you might be aspected with, in other words, energetically wired, DNA wired from the sky, where your natal energies lie, versus what you've done with that. Where are you on your path? What kinds of things are you either consciously or subconsciously being sensitive to? Okay, I hope that helps, Lacey. Thanks for a great question and for a wonderful howl. Here's one more. Hi, Thomas. This is Candace, and I am a pretty brand new listener to your podcast. So maybe this is a question that you answer, um, but I am brand new to astrology. And I am wondering how you know when a planet is in a certain sign based on what the actual sky looks like. Well, Candace, thank you for listening to the podcast. Welcome, and thank you for finding astrology. I'm thrilled. This is something we've talked about. It's in our Fun Astrology 101 course, if you'd like to take a look at that on the funastrology.com website. And it's something that I like doing periodically because those of you who are practicing astrology are answering it with me, aren't you? So, yes, you are absolutely right. There is a difference between what we're seeing on our chart And then when you look at your star app on your phone, what constellation that object is that you're following is in a different sign right now. Hinted at it yesterday, it's called precession, P-R-E-S-E-S-S-I-O-N, precession of the equinoxes. And it's easily searchable on Google. There are some diagrams if you look at the images, and a picture is worth a thousand words. But the short answer is that the Earth's orbit is on a wobble. That wobble magnifies as the Earth orbits the sun, and it completes every, are you ready for this, 25,772 years. Very, very slow. I use the typical Western tropical zodiac system. That system begins with the spring equinox. Steve Forrest went into this in depth in the Book of Fire, part of the Elements series. If you'd like to pick up the audiobook, that keeps us going around here. But yes, he talks about springtime, the beginning of our tropical zodiac. It begins on the spring equinox, regardless of what the wobble has been doing. The wobble affects the chart one degree every 72 years. Now, Vedic astrology is based on the sidereal system, and that is the actual planet's position in the skies. So things in our charts move backwards. 
In tropical zodiac, I am a 6-degree Scorpio. In Vedic, I am 13 degrees Libra. So the last time that tropical would have matched sidereal was approximately 2,000 years ago, and that now has moved to what we see as the offset of approximately 23 degrees. In other words, from 13 Libra up to 0 degrees Scorpio would be 17, and then add those 6 to where my sun is now, and it would be 23. I hope that makes sense. I really like the Astrology King blog. It's written by Jamie Partridge out of Australia, and he has an article entitled Precession of the Equinoxes. If you'd like to read that, it's great from an astrological perspective. Hope that helps. And never, I never mind answering that question because we all get to participate and learn something every time. Tomorrow, Ray Merriman, and let's do some financial astrology and see where this goes. And then, of course, we'll be back on Monday. Check out Old Soul, New Soul. We'll have some new episodes there. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Sending you love. Bye-bye.